The anti-Jew hate is beginning to look a lot like Nazi Germany in just about all aspects. Let's talk about it a little bit because the violence is wrapping up and nobody seems to be doing anything about it. Uh, speaking of real violent crimes, pages from the Nashville shooter have been leaked. The transcultist narrative has been blown up. So you, as you can guess, we're probably not going to hear a lot about this story. And a company called Dictator has hired a new CEO. And you might say to yourself, so? Well, hold on to your hats. Let's talk about it. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Pi- Politics. Hope you guys had a great day. Uh, we got a lot going on. This week, is. it seems like there's a lot going on. I, I can't seem to keep... Uh, I keep track of it. I have so many stories, and yet so many more keep popping up. Well, here's something, and this is not one story. This is this is multiple stories. Listen, here's here's the thing. Way back in 19, in the 1930s, when Hitler kind of took over Germany, I believe it was around 1934, 1935. Uh, one of the things Hitler did was he would demonize people that he didn't like. Now, we all know about the demonization of the Jews. Yes, that did happen. But he demonized every. He demonized the Catholic Church. He demonized Jews. He demonized intellectuals. As a matter of fact, if you go to any socialist country, and let's, let's remember, fascism and socialism, birds, birds of a different feather. They're the same thing. Not, as a matter of fact, fascism is just a version of, of socialism. Nazi Germany was a socialist country, and then they decided, let's go fascist because socialism is too much work. That's essentially what it was. Socialism is the centralization of production. It's government control of all the means of production, whereas fascism is just heavy regulation of the means of production, heavy regulation and heavy monitoring of the means of production. Italy was a fascist country. Nazi Germany was a socialist country. A lot of people confuse what fascism is. A lot of people say that fascism is kind of like communism in that it's also suppression and control of the people. And that's not what fascism is per se. Okay, so there's not really a great definition of what fascism is. But as far as I'm concerned, it is an economic state. It is not a political state. For example, Italy was not a fascist company a country. Italy was a fascist dictatorship. So their political structure was a dictatorship. Their economic structure was fascism. Same thing with Nazi Germany. Nazi Germany wasn't a fascist state. It had a fascist economy. It was a dictatorship, a political dictatorship with a fascist economy. Russia, on the other hand, communism kind of encompasses all. It's really communism is ends up being, for example, under Lenin, under Stalin. It ends up being a group of people that control the government, that control the politics. That's where communism comes into play. But it is a socialist economy. It, it's kind of confusing. Communism is the closest thing to both political, defining both political and economic, but communism would be 
a communist politic, a political, uh, political organization with a socialist economy. So it even works a little bit different. United States is another example. We're not a capitalist. We're a capitalist economy with a democratic republic political organization. So it, it, that's how that stuff really works. But one of the things Germany did under the dictatorship was try to get the people against the organizations that they did not like. Everyone points to Germany that did this. For example, they hated the Jews. And so what they would do is they would put out propaganda that demonized the Jews. And it wasn't the government that demonized, that actually went out and took control of the Jews at first. It was the people that did. And how they did this was through violence. How they did this was through discrimination, segregation. And then when the government got the people to all hate the Jews, then the government did their, did their work, put them in their own little communities, and eventually shipped them off to the concentration camps. We see a lot of that happening right now. Right now, if we look at the Jews, the Jews are being demonized by the government, by the social... I mean, Barack Obama was notorious for this. He hated Jews. Uh, we see that through Biden. Now, Biden is talking through one side of his mouth and saying that, you know, hey, the Israelis, they're innocent here. This was a tart... But he's kind of leaning towards back to the Barack Obama where he'll start demonizing Israel and start demonizing the Jews. The bad news for the Jews is that a lot of the stuff that Barack Obama did and a lot of the stuff that Joe Biden is doing is already happening. People are already hating the Jews. Now, the good news is that it's still a minority. The bad news is that that minority has a loud voice and is already committing serious acts of violence. And we can take a look at it. So look, let's look at it in some pretty major cities here. We're already seeing violence against Jews, and it's all happened within the last 48 hours. A pro-Palestinian woman killed a pro-Israeli protester in Thousand Oaks, California. Now, the initial report was she pushed him. He fell, hit his head. He was a 69-year-old man. He fell, hit his head, and then he died. But there are other reports that stated, well, no, she, she stole his megaphone, started beating the crap out of him with his megaphone. Then he fell, hit his head and died. So how he actually ended up with the blunt force trauma, we're not really sure. It could be she took the megaphone and started beating the crap out of him and he fell after that. Either way, I don't know about you. This kind of seems like murder. This seems like a hate crime. Now, of course, the, the Ventura County Sheriff is now investigating it as a hate crime. They're investigating, they have a person of interest. They're not even calling this gal a suspect. But the fact of the matter is, they're, they're kind of looking for her now to figure out what's going on. But it has been deemed a homicide, whether it was accidental or on purpose. Well, it sounds like it's on purpose, but we don't know yet. In Brooklyn, a woman was arrested for pepper spraying pro-Israeli protesters and Jews. She was just going around spraying them. Now, what's really disturbing is she was also carrying a knife. 
Now, when you have someone who has that much hate that they're going to go out there and, you know, I hate Antifa. I hate BLM. I can't stand those organizations. They're terrible human beings. I would never go out with a knife or a gun or pepper spray and start spraying them. The only reason I would do something like that is to protect myself. This is not something I do. So this person has so much hate for Jews and pro-Israeli people that she goes out there and she starts pepper spraying them and she has a knife. So she was arrested. And of course, there's no real talk of whether this is going to be a hate crime. It sounds like it's going to get charged as a hate crime. But there's still some doubts about the hate crime statute here. And finally, a woman ran her car into what she thought was a Jewish school. It was basically a building with a with a uh, Star of David on it. Well, no one was injured. She did this in the middle of the night. She thought it was a Jewish school for kids. So she had the intent of either destroying the school or maybe she had the intent of killing kids. Turned out that the, that building didn't house kids. It wasn't a Jewish school. It was actually belonged to the group, the Black Hebrew as Israelites, which is an anti-Jew hate group. So no one said that being anti-Semitics were bright. No one said they were smart. And the reason they had that that Jewish Star of David is because they were they believe they are the true um, that blacks are the true citizens of Israel. So they they hate white Jews is essentially what it is. You might remember the black Hebrew Israelites were responsible for several Jewish hate crimes, including mass shootings and things like that in the past. They're a bad group of people. But the problem is this is being investigated as a hate crime. Now, where am I going with this? Where I'm going with this is um, these are obviously hate crimes. This is not even a thought, but they're they're saying, oh, we're investigating them. The mainstream news media is not even reporting them. You have to hear this stuff from right-wing news media sources. Even Fox News kind of mentioned it, but it ended up being something like the 30th story, the, the one where the man was killed by the Thousand Oaks uh, in Thousand Oaks. That guy was way down the list as important stories. These are important stories. And I'll tell you why. Because this is the same crap that happened in Nazi Germany. This is the same crap that happened on a far larger larger scale in the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union used to do this with, with everybody during the Red Scare. And by the way, when we talk about the Red Scare, that's we're talking between 1980 and 1955. The Red Scare wasn't a couple of years. They were doing, they were arresting people for who they were or who they were talking to for a long time, well before Stalin took power. Everyone remembers Stalin. Lenin did the same thing. Trotsky did the same thing. But these people would demonize groups of people that the government wanted removed. And then eventually the government, when they saw they had support of people, the government would then ship them off in cars and put them, send them to gulags or send them to concentration camps or just shoot them in the back of the head. I'm reading a book called The Gulag Archipelago, and it talks about this. 
that was written by Alexander Sholzitskin. I'm probably pronouncing the name incorrectly. Uh, I should probably sit there and read that name. And Russian is very easy to uh, to read names, especially because there it's very uh, it's it's almost exactly like English in that way. But I but the reality is. What they did in the Soviet Union is pretty much what they're doing now in America. Now, Jews, Israel especially, they're beginning to see this anti-Israel hate. And they're telling Israelis, hey, uh, maybe you shouldn't leave Israel right now because it seems like everybody hates us. And by the way, when I say everyone hates you, that's not true. A vast majority of Americans, for example, do not like what they're seeing with the Jews. I think it is something like 70, it's 65% of Americans support Israel against Hamas. 65% see Hamas as a terrorist group. And then you're talking about another 10% that don't know what's going on. They don't understand the story, so they, they really don't have an opinion. So most polls show that the pro-Hamas, the pro-terrorist groups like Rashida Tlaib, BLM, Antifa, they're all pro-Hamas for some reason. Well, we know what the reason is. They hate Western civilization. All these groups are a very small minority, but they're very loud and they're committing a lot of violence. Well, Israel has finally said, you know, maybe you shouldn't leave. So Israel released an unprecedented travel warning. Unprecedented. Because it basically is encompassing the entire world. Here's Elon Levy making the statement. And he's saying, hey, we've never done this before. So this is what he released in a statement. Today, the National Security Council and Ministry of Foreign Affairs put, on, put out an unusual global travel warning. We are calling on all citizens of Israel to exercise heightened caution when traveling anywhere abroad. That includes the United States, by the way. We are also asking citizens, and I truly cannot believe that we are doing this, we are asking all citizens to avoid displaying any outward signs of their Israeli or Jewish identity when traveling anywhere in the world. If you must travel, please make sure that you have the numbers of emergency services and local Israeli embassies on speed dial. Keep away from anti-Israel pro-Jihad protests and remain alert and vigilant about your surroundings at all times. Hey, this is Nazi. This is Nazi-esque. You as a Jew can't go anywhere. We reported, we talked about yesterday how um, British people were being told to not wave British flags in Britain because Palestinians were attacking people. Palestinians who are walking in a country they have nothing to do with, waving Palestinian flags, are threatening Brits in Britain. This is happening in Germany. This is happening in France. This is happening in Canada. This is happening in the United States. This is insanity. And you know what it really needs? And by the way, this is diversity. Welcome to diversity. You know where diversity diversity is really important? To people that actually belong in the countries. Diversity is important to the white person in the United States. We need to accept in, uh, 
illegals from the South, from Central and South America and Mexico. We need to accept people from Palestine, but they don't need to accept us. That's where diversity ends. Palestinian, there was a great video online where a trans man, I think this was in Britain, where a trans man was walking around saying, I'm with you Palestinians. And a bunch of Palestinians sat there and said, "Uh, we're not with you. And that's the kicker with this whole thing. Diversity is a big deal until you have to deal with those groups who don't want to diversify. Who don't want to acclimate to your culture. Then... Diversity is not so big. I guarantee you, a man dressed as a woman walking through one of those Palestinian parades, yeah, he's going to have some issues. But this is Nazi-esque. This is where our government needs to sit there and condemn these terrorist attacks that are happening. And we've got bigger terrorist attacks coming. That border is so wide open. And we already know there are Iranian, Iraqi, Afghani, Pakistani, uh, people from uh, Hamas that are crossing the border. We know this is happening. The government has admitted it. It's only a matter of time before we have a larger terrorist attack on this soil. And it's all going to be laid at the feet of Joe Biden and the Democrats, Rashida Tlaib, who spreads this hate. Because let's face it, if you spread hate, if you keep calling white people Nazis and white supremacists, well, you know what? You're justified in killing them. You're justified in the violence. Remember what we talked about last week? A means to an end? The end justifies the means? Will killing white supremacists, killing uh, killing um, non-diversity people, that suddenly becomes okay. All right. Let's get to our first story. And I mean, my gosh, there are some big stories. And here's one. Speaking of hate, I, the Post Millennial released this yesterday. And actually, all how all props to Steven Crowder with Louder with Crowder um, on this one. This is huge. And of course, no one wants to talk about this. And by the way, you know this is huge because YouTube is now deleting videos. Okay, according to the Post-Millennial, a leaked manifesto reveals that the Nashville trans school shooter had a, this happened back in March, had a violent hatred of, quote, little crackers with, quote, white privilege, end quote, that were murdered. First obtained and released by the Louder with Crowder conservative Rumble Show, the three-page handwritten document allegedly shows Audrey Aiden Hale meticulously planned his last her last three last moments and the mass school shooting at the Covenant School on March 27th. Now what amazes me about this this is what the actual this is what the actual line is. Rumble showed the three-page handwritten document allegedly shows Adri- Audrey Aiden Hale meticulously planned their last moments and the mass school shooting at Covenant School on March 27th. Even the post-millennial still has to use the right pronouns. This girl was a mass shooter. She killed six people, including three children, and they still have to use 
the right pronouns for this freaking terrorist murder. Yeah, well, it's a her. It's a she. She's not a man. She's a girl. And she's a mass murderer. And I'm not using the right pronouns for this bitch. And by the way, yeah, and she she targeted this school. Now we all know. By the way, we all knew. This police even, police in Nashville even said, well, you guys can imagine. This was after the shooting. Yeah, you could imagine what she was what she was doing. By the way, that police chief never used the right pronouns. And that was condemned by the trans cultists. Yeah, you could imagine what, what she was doing. She was a, she's a girl that thought she was a boy. She walked in and started shooting up a, a school. Yeah, you can imagine. And he even said that. He said, you know what this is about. But for some reason, these people refused to release the manifesto. If this were a white supremacist, that manifesto would have been all over the internet. But they refused to release the manifesto. The FBI refused to release the manifesto. The Tennessee Metropolitan Police refused to release the manifesto. And everyone was asking why. And they kept saying, oh, well, it's still under investigation. The gal is dead. There's nothing to investigate. The woman is dead. You shot her right then and there. There's no investigation anymore. Release the manifesto. But they never did. And of course, everyone sat back and said, well, we know exactly why she killed all these people. She's a trans She's a trans activist and she decided to go all the way. Well, let's read some of this stuff because um, it's pretty it's pretty serious stuff here. And yes, it's going to be there's going to be some pretty colorful language. So let's read this. So on one page, and by the way, we'll, we'll talk about whether this is confirmed or not, because we can pretty much tell you right now, this is confirmed. Okay, so this is March 27, 2023, a couple days, uh, the day, I think the day of the shooting. Uh, and by the way, excuse me for me stumbling here. She can't write, like all crazy people, she can't write. So the, 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 her right handwriting is just all over the place. Today is the day. The day has finally come. I can't believe it's here. Don't know how I was able to get this this far, but I am here. I'm a little nervous, but the excitement, but I'm excited too. Been excited for the past two weeks. There were several times I could I could have done have been caught, especially back in the summer of 2021. So right off the bat, this shows there was premeditation. She was going to do this. And what this also shows is the police had her on the radar that she could have been caught doing caught before, well before this. So right off the bat, this is one of the reasons why this wasn't released gun control. One of the things that the left did was they started screaming about gun control. We need gun control. Um, well, no, they, a government failed to catch her and she even admits in her manifesto, she could have been caught and they never caught her. Okay. Continuing there's okay. Uh, none of that matters now. I'm almost an hour or seven miles away, seven minutes away. Can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm ready. I hope my victims aren't. My only fear is anything goes if anything goes wrong I'll do my best to prevent anything of that sort uh, 
God let my wrath take over my anxiety. It might be 10 minutes, 10 minutes tops. It might be three to seven. It's going to go quick. I hope I have a high death count ready to die. Aiden. Okay. And then she, she sits back and she actually has a list of what she was going to do. So she had all of this planned out in this list. Seven o'clock, get dressed. 7.05 to 8.55, play with stuffed animals or she um, deal with stuffed animals and possessions. 9 a.m., eat breakfast at home. 9.30, pack up special belongings and backpacks. 9.50, test knife or glass breaker. Dad's, dad's old cars. So she's going to test her knife breaker and knife on her father's old cars to make sure that she's able to break the glass. Remember, that's how she got into the building. 10 a.m., leave for Royal Range, 19 to 20 minutes. I don't know what that is. 10.20, gear, gear up and set up guns and trunk. Assemble. Get out vest. So she was wearing a bulletproof vest, and she wanted to make sure her guns were, were, were uh, built up. 11.20, final videotape. Big information. A lot of people didn't know she had a videotape. So where is it? Why haven't we seen it? Okay, so she had that scheduled from 11 to 11.35. 11.35, leave for Covenant School. So she even knew where she was going. Uh, check parking for uh, or for security. 12.05, arrive in designated parking space. She knew where she was parking. She knew where there wouldn't be security. She knew where the cameras were pointing. This was well planned. Uh, 12.06 to 12.10, prepare for attack. 12, I can't read this. I think it was, says 12.11. Lock and load all weapons. 12.37, open fire towards, and I can't read this. And then 12 something, time to die. XXX, kisses. My God. She planned this meticulously. But they don't want to call this a, 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 a hate crime. She just lost her mind. and I got news to you. This isn't even insanity anymore. This is pure hate. This is pure, I'm going to kill people. I'm going to kill Christian people. This is, insane people don't, don't do this. They don't think like this. They don't make plans this far in advance. I'm going to take a look at this and see if there's a date. I don't see a date. But this is just, it's just titled Death Day. And then if you had any doubt, and she writes this here, this is on 2-3-23, so a month, month and a half before the attack, she writes this in the same handwriting. It's a little cleaner handwriting, which means she probably was a little bit more sane at this time or took her time. Kill those kids, those crackers, going to private fancy schools with those fancy khakis and sports packs, sports backpacks, with their... Adidas, their daddy's Mustangs and convertibles. Fuck you little shits. I wish to shoot your weak asses. Weak ass dicks with your mop yellow hair. Want to kill all you little crackers. Bunch of little faggots with your white privileges. Fuck you faggots. Okay, now I hope I don't get actually nailed by 
uh, Podbean here. But my God, that sounds pretty straightforward. And she uses things like white privilege. Okay, she, she points out that they're whites. Private fancy schools, which by the way, she went to that school. She went to Covenant School. So she was one of those uh, those little shits that she says. This is pure hate. And this is what, believe it or not, this is what the trans cultists want. They don't want it so brutally viewable. And this throws all that crap they were throwing about how they are being attacked left and right completely out the window. Because can you remember... Can you remember a LGBTQRSTUVWX poop emoji um, center attacked? I can't remember that because there are none. That shit ain't happening. Now, the big question is, is this legit? And a lot of people were basically really arguing, maybe this is legit, maybe it's not, we don't know. Well, so far, all signs point to this is legit. Stephen Crowder, first off, is a trustworthy source. Now, I don't like Stephen Crowder. I don't like the way he treats his people. I don't like how arrogant he is. I don't, I mean, his wife, he had video of his wife, how he treated his wife. Um, but the one thing, and I used to be a Louder with Crowder fan, but I will tell you one thing I do agree with him. He never puts out something unless he's confirmed it. Now, he's banned all the time. But that he's basically banned all the time because he confirmed everything. The local media is reporting that these pages are legitimate. The Metropolitan Police, they released a statement. And this is what they said. Uh, this is the Nashville Metropolitan Police. They said, MNPD statement concerning the online paragraph dissemination. The MNPD is com in communication with the Metropolitan Department of Law as an investigation begun this morning continues into the dissemination of three photographs of writings during the online discussion about the Covenant School. The real photographs are not MNPD crime scene images. In other words... It's probably real because why would they investigate it if they weren't? They just sit back and say, nope, they're not real. Those are not part of the pages. So, and then that brings up a bigger question. Why are they investigating in the first place? This gal is dead. Why didn't they release the manifesto? This gal is dead. The, it's, there's no investigation. There's no legal proceeding. I mean... Heck, the courts couldn't convict this gal anyway because she's dead. There's nothing here to investigate. Well, here it is. It goes against the narrative. They suddenly, oh, we're going to see lots of, of trans people being shot dead and blah, blah, blah. The same bullshit you always hear from these cultists is that suddenly there's going to be violence against trans people. There never is. But that's what they say is going to happen. Meanwhile, if this was a white supremacist, oh my God, this would be online all over the place. Remember the Christchurch shooter a few years ago? The guy who was a white supremacist walked in and killed a bunch of Muslims in uh, Christchurch, uh, New Zealand. Yeah, remember him? Oh, they released his, his uh, manifesto 
four or five days after he had done it. And that guy was still alive. He was still going to trial. So there was still a legitimate investigation. They released that one. They had no problems with it. But now trans people, nope, can't do that. Uh, the FBI refuses to comment, which tells us it's real, because if the FBI, if it wasn't real, the FBI would say, no, that's not legitimate. And finally, the biggest thing in the world, it's being censored, censored already. YouTube pulled Crowder's video down because it violated their, quote, criminal organizations policy, whatever the hell that means. Criminal organizations, does that mean that the uh, trans cult is a criminal organization? Or is Steven Crowder reporting this to the criminal organization? I don't know. They basically pulled the video, said, we're not giving you a strike. By the way, they did the same thing with the New York Post story about Hunter Biden's laptop. So exactly the same thing. They basically pulled the video, suspended the account for a certain amount of time. And then, oops, we made a mistake and then allowed it. Well, when the, when the, it sounds like the uh, MNPD might actually release the manifesto now because there's no point. It's being leaked. So we'll have to see. Yeah, somebody over there took pictures of it because they thought this was all BS and they sent it to Steven Crowder. Makes absolute sense. So now I do want you to recall some things. This gal was made into a freaking hero by the trans community. Just in case you forgot. Here's one group, the Trans Resistance Network. This is what the, this is a statement they released after the shooting. It was released on Twitter. It's still up. You can even go and read it. The quote, the second and more complex tragedy is that Aiden or Audrey Hale, who felt that he had she had no he had no other effective way to be seen than to lash out by taking the life of others and by consequence himself. We do, know, we do know that life as for transgender people is very difficult and made more difficult in the preceding months by vi a virtual avalanche of anti-trans legislation, the public call-outs by right-wing personalities and political figures for nothing less than genocidal eradication of trans people from the society. Okay, none of this happened. She just hated white, straight Christian people. She said it. That's It had nothing to do with the genocidal eradication of trans people. How do we know this? First off, there is no genocidal eradication of trans people. That's not a thing. And second, we know why she did it. Simply because she wrote it down. She's a racist bigot. And then there's this one from TND Tracker. They wrote, and by the way, um, TND Tracker is an actual trans hate group. They are a, a, they are a group of trans people. They, they are a hate group. <coughs> they, their account, by the way, was suspended. Their name was Audrey Hale. It, her name was Audrey Hale. Again, they got to use the wrong, pro by the way, the, uh, uh, Trans Resistance Network used the wrong pronouns, which is awesome. Uh, they're a martyr against transphobia from hateful Christian bigots like you genociding us. We will defend ourselves from you. So that group was, again, genociding us. Give me an example, please. Show me where trans people are being killed. I'd be... Heck, the trans people that the trans organization hold up on a pedestal. Um, it turns out those people 
weren't actually killed because they were trans or gay or anything. There's one guy they celebrate. I can't remember his name, but there's one guy they celebrate left and white as being uh, 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 on a pedestal for the LGBTQIEF poop emoji cultists because he was killed for being gay. And it turned out he wasn't killed for being gay. He was killed by his gay lover for being a drug dealer. So, you know, they they really scratched the bottom to try and find all these people that are supposedly gay. So, yeah, yeah. Until these people show me who is being killed in a genocidal eradication, I don't want to hear it. And then there's this one, Turf's Taken L's. I think they were suspended too for being... Um, for being a hate group. Rip Aiden, the chosen name of Hale, wish he got more bigot hits. So this group is basically saying, good, it's, I'm glad they killed white Christian children. Too bad they couldn't kill more, he, she couldn't kill more white Christian children. By the way, this is a hate group. Tra Turf's Taking L's, that's a hate group. TND Tracker, that's a hate group. It's a hate group against straight, white Christians. And of course, the president, Karen Jean-Pierre in the White House, they released a statement that is most egregious. They sat there and said, our hearts go out to the trans community as they are under attack right now. They said that the day after this broad went in and killed a bunch of Christian kids the day after. And everyone is looking like, what the frick? What trans, where is this trans genocide you guys keep talking about? The trans people are the ones committing the violence. And we've got actual news stories that you guys are trying to cover up. I mean, YouTube is covering it up now. Absolutely incredible. Now, you know what would have given these people at least a little bit of uh, credibility if they had just said the broad, she was trans, but she was just insane. Can't say that. Do you know why they can't say that? Because already people who see this trans movement think these people are insane. And people like me would sit back and say, well, all you guys that think you're girls are pretty much insane. So they can't say she was insane. And she was. She was nuts. I mean, I'll accept that over. But she was nuts. But she was also very hateful. And she went out to kill Christian kids. Christian white kids. Absolutely. But this is stuff. Just, just an FYI here. This stuff is going to happen more often. You're going to see this more often. Don't walk out of your house without a gun. You're going to see this crap happen. Now, I'm not saying go out there and do anything about it. I'm not saying go out and kill a trans person or shoot a trans. No, 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 no. We got to stay on the right side of this. But we also have to point out, this is the stuff you guys are doing. You, your trans people are doing it to straight people. Black people are doing it to white people. I mean, straight white men are, I mean, this, this hatred is coming from the left. It's not coming from the right. I don't think we should do anything, but I think we need to protect ourselves. This is scary, scary stuff. And the media is totally on their side. 
I mean, you got Fox News, you got the Post Millennial, you got the Daily Wire, you got Louder with Crowder, you got Blaze TV. You got a lot of groups that are, are there and saying, uh, here it is, be careful. Okay, let's get to something a little lighter. Okay, so here, here's, this is, let, let me talk about AI a little bit. Now, understand something, I have a background in technology. I was an IT administrator for ages. I did everything from tell, teach people how to open Word, all the way to building computer networks, setting up servers, setting up routers, switches, all sorts of fun things. I did a lot of things in technology. And one of the things that we started dealing with was artificial intelligence or AI. We actually had a system out there that ran a, a program that would watch the entire network and find problems with the network. And one of the things it would do is it would alert us. Now, one of the other things that this computer could, this system could do is fix the problems. So let's just say there's a virus in the environment. This system could detect the virus and then go in if you wanted it to and fix it without, without actually alerting you. And once it's fixed, it would alert you. It's fixed. We got it. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's artificial intelligence. Now, one of the things we did not do was allow the system to fix anything. And the reason we didn't do that is because we didn't trust the artificial intelligence. We were afraid that the system might go out there, find a virus, or find something that it thinks is a virus, because some of our systems were older, and then go in and fix something and end up just breaking it. So we never trusted artificial intelligence to the point where it needs to fix something. And essentially what we would do is the system would run overnight. If we got any alerts, we would get together, talk about it, find it, see if there was a problem. And if there was, we would fix the problem. We, the human beings, we never just let the, the system fix the problem. In other words, we didn't trust artificial intelligence enough to give it the access that it needed that it wanted to fix problems. And that was, that is, my, as far as I'm concerned, the biggest issue that we face with artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence is very safe and it is extremely useful, but you need to make sure that it only has the level of access which makes it safe. So here's an example that I worry about. Let's just say you have a fighter jet, which we do. They are doing this. You have a fighter jet that is carrying nuclear-tipped missiles. And this fighter jet is controlled by AI. If you give the fighter jet too much access to the systems, including nuclear missiles, you may have that fighter jet, just AI just determined that there is a threat, and it's going to neutralize that threat and launch those nuclear missiles. That's where AI becomes a problem. And that type, that level of AI is being tested right now. Now, we're still a while away, I think, from AI actually being able to make decisions, conscious decisions. Like one of the areas, I can't remember what it's called, but there is a riddle out there that says if you keep AI within a box, 
is can AI become intelligent enough to convince the overseer of that box to release it? The answer for a lot of people is yes, that AI can be made so intelligent, it's more intelligent than human beings, that it could actually convince human beings to release it into the... That's scary. But we're not there yet. Our AI is not even close to being that intelligent. I believe that was Glenn Beck that was talking about that in one of his books. I'll have to look it up. It's a good book. You should read it. But here's an example of a business that probably is giving a little bit too much access to its AI. Let's look at this. According to Fox Business, what the, or this story comes from Fox Business. While many workers worry about AI replacing their jobs, one company announced it's hiring its first humanoid robot CEO. Mika, a research project between Hanson Robotics and Polish-run company Dictator, who customized the CEO to represent the company and its unique values. In a Dictator company video, Mika said that, quote, with advanced artificial intelligence and machine learning algorithms, I can swiftly and accurately make data, make, accurately make data-driven, I would assume decisions here, something's missing, maybe artificial intelligence has already crapped out. However, Fox Business reporter Lauren Simonetti noted that there is a, quote, significant delay, end quote, in the time it takes Mika to process and respond to your question. Well, of course, that's just computers. Computers, they have to process and process and process. Hanson Robotics CEO David Hanson, who, by the way, is a human being, who played a key role in employing Mika as at Dictator. I think it's funny that the company's called Dictator. This doesn't really have a positive connotation. Emphasize the importance of, quote, humanizing, end quote, artificial intelligence. This is the problem. Don't humanize artificial intelligence. It's not human. That is the problem. Continuing, quote, it feels very strongly that we need to teach AI to care about people for AI to really, to be really safe, to be really, really good. I think humanizing that is a very important direction, Hansen said on Mornings with Maria earlier this week. Okay, here's the problem. This is a human problem, okay? Human beings trust reason way too much. And this is a problem that most human beings, definitely this uh, David Hansen, doesn't understand. Sole reason, pure reason, is not a healthy way to run anything. Pure reason is what led us to eugenics. Because there's a point where you sit there and say, an example of this would be, uh, you, you, you go over to Africa and you see there's an African tribe. They live in an area where they can't get food. Pure reason would say, well, then that tribe should just starve off and die and move on. That's pure reason. That's eugenics. And pure reason sometimes can be wrong. You need a moral base with reason in order to make a good conscious decision. AI doesn't have that moral base. AI only has pure reason. And pure reason can be extremely dangerous. 
Pure reason might see Moscow. And pure reason might say, well, the best way to deal with Moscow is to nuke it. But then again, you've got to have a moral base. Well, yeah, but you're also killing a lot of innocent people that have nothing to do with, with, with the government and the threats into, uh, let's say, Ukraine. And it doesn't make sense to just blow up one country just to kill the brain, the head of the snake in Vladimir Putin. But the problem is, pure reason doesn't think like that. It doesn't have a moral base to mix into the algorithm. And that's a scary thing. That's bad. Our country, our country was not raised on pure reason. We are raised on Greek reason and we combine it with Judeo-Christian morality. Now, by themselves, the morality and the reason, these don't work independently. They have to be bound together so that we can make appropriate, moral, and reasonable decisions. Decisions can't be in a reasonable, in a reasoned background, in a reasoned vacuum. This is the problem with artificial intelligence. And, and this is why this company, Dictator, probably will hire a human CEO or here's something wild and crazy. They have a human being behind the scenes already that this per this robot that is the CEO. And I put that in the air quotes is not the CEO. That's just the front facing the face of the company to make it look really advanced. You do not want a robot running your company, especially with the artificial intelligence which is extremely flawed right now. Artificial intelligence, garbage in, garbage out in computer language. We said that for years. I've said garbage in, garbage out when it comes to computers since the 90s. It's the same thing with artificial intelligence in 2023. If you sit back and say a man can be a woman and you tell the artificial intelligence that that is truth, Artificial intelligence will say, yeah, okay. You go to you go to chat GPT and ask ask chat GPT, can a man be a woman? Guess what it answers? Yes. That's not reasonable. That's not even reasonable. That's just garbage that the programmers put into it. So just be aware of that. So this is scary. And this Hanson Robotics guy, yeah, no, he needs to be fired. Because this guy's got a real dangerous outlook when it comes to audit to uh, artificial intelligence. Okay, you guys have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow. This is Gene. God bless you all. This is Gene, and you listen to Dumbasses Talking Politics.